You're listening to episode number 221 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Caesars Entertainment. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Or you can just give us money by donating via PayPal. A link to that is also available at 360vegaspodcast.com. You are impossible to fucking give hand signals to. I try to let, I'm like, hey, hey, look. She's like, what? What? And I'll point at the script. She's <laughs> What's like, happening? What are you What's pointing at? Why am I getting, why, why are you pointing at I'm like, read the fucking script. <laughs> I didn't know it was my turn. Sorry. Well, if you pay attention. Well, I'm sorry. You might have wanted to tell me before we started recording, but apparently not. I know. I thought about that, too. I was like, ah, oh, we should get I go along. I, I go along with the feel. If you weren't fucking around your goddamn phone. Oh. oh. Read your fucking. Warning. The whole. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the hoes the enjoy the show. <laughs> Ready? All right. Warning. The hosts usually enjoy doing the show, and as a result, they usually laugh a lot. If you don't like that, don't listen. We don't care. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Pop, pop, it's showtime. Showtime. Guess who's back again? Oh, Jesus, you are not singing Bruno Mars. <laughs> this woman and I have been on, on a wavelength of music for quite some time. And, and and somebody is very pissed off that we're not on the same wavelength I, I'm not right pissed now. off. I'm, I'm perplexed is, is the proper way to say it. I, I've said on social media already that if you're a fan of Bruno Mars, his, his latest album is brilliant in a way that is different from all his other albums. I I am a I, I went to high school in the early nineties. So late eighties We all did. Early nineties, R and B and hip hop, you know, Belle Biv DeVoe, like uh, Well we know it, Tony shut out of music so he's out of this Right, right. Yeah. So I think Bruno Mars' latest album very much harkens back to a day of Keith Sweat and Babyface and Zapp and Roger and and like a, a, a little bit of funky R&B to it. Like it's like he does a little bit of everything on that. And Karen doesn't get it. Like for the longest time, I've always had this part of my my musical repertoire that you just didn't get. You just did. It wasn't. It's what I listened to in high school. You didn't really care much for it. And then because I didn't fall head over heels. I mean, I liked rock, but I didn't I didn't become like a heavy metal guy. Until right around, actually, we kind of did it together. Yeah, we did it together. Yeah, and we um, did a lot together. But yes, right. <laughs> we did that. Hey-o. But it's funny, like I, I've I've fallen head over heels in love with this album, and Karen's like, I don't, 
I just don't get it. Well, I no. just don't get it. So hold on a second. It's not like you're randomly listening to music and I'm like, I don't get it. You have been listening to this album obsessively. It takes me right. I, and I, I every swear time I feel I like hear, a junior like, in high school. I hate it. I, I, I don't hate I don't. I don't hate it. I don't get it. And I just, it's not. And the funny thing is with Bruno Mars, like Uptown Funk You Up to me was not an era or genre of music that I should have or would have liked, but I like that song. Generally, I like what Bruno Mars does. The more I hear of this album that you are head over heels in love with, the more I don't like it. That's so good. You know what, though? To be fair, this is kind of uh, the, the story arc of our entire relationship. If, if you really like something, <laughs> don't ever tell Karen you really like it because she will almost without failure hate it. Oh, then. please, you've or done maybe, the same maybe thing. Maybe not hate it. She, she's not going to like it. You have done the same thing. I don't even want to hear Here it. is the trick to getting Karen interested in something. Don't talk about it. Just listen to it. Just listen to it. Just listen to it. Just listen to it. And if she doesn't like it, she won't say anything about it. And if she does like it, she'll come to you and ask you what it is. But if you go to her and you're like, oh, my God, I love this album. You have to hear it. We're like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's Which okay. Which you did not do with this. No, I didn't. Because I tried the, I tried the other way. You played it incessantly. And, and, you and did I more, heard it a ton. And you did more of the, yeah, same, like, Why are you listening to this? And in fairness, you're right, but you do the same thing. I can't ever bring anything that's, like, pop to you. Because I do listen to more pop than you do. It's what's in the car when I'm driving. It's what it is. I can't ever bring any of that to you. You usually catch up, like, three months later. Like, I yeah, heard this, and it was really good. I can't so, argue with that. But some of the shit different. that, like, fucking... What the hell was the one with the goddamn banjos and shit or something a while ago? Oh, my God. I love that band. Um, fucking Mumford & Sons? Yes. There's, oh, jeez. There's Karen. nothing they've ever done that is listenable. No, that's oh, not true. That is no. not true. Oh, my God. That thing. <laughs> now, I was like, I will jump out of this car. Like, we're going 60 <laughs> miles an hour. I don't fucking care. I'll tuck and roll. Like, no way I'm listening to this. But the funny thing is, is now there's, there's one thing in recent times, one thing that you're listening to. And it's an artist that I like, that I don't like the album. And you're like, I just, I don't know what to do. I can't believe it. She doesn't listen to it. There's been so many things that I like See, that you listen to the that you're like, thing. Here's the funny thing. It's, it's not the only thing I'm listening to. It's the only thing you hear me listening to. So you're playing it intentionally when I'm around? No, no. But you don't hear the other songs I'm playing because you either like them or you just don't care and you just tune it out. This, for some reason, every time even, it's on. No, not every time it's on. I You're said it to you once. I've been listening to a ton of 90s R&B, Ralph Tresvant, Pelican Okay, maybe DeVoe, that's the problem. It all Keith sounds like Sweat. the same shit. Okay. Oh, whatever. <laughs> See, now you're being offensive. Now we're, now we're going to move on. <laughs> I like Cake by the Ocean. That's, hey, that like is, that song no, too. you don't. You hate that I song. Good shit. Oh it's one of the God. songs in contention for fucking uh, Vegas Vacation 4. Whenever Only we because it's a pop thing. When that first that song first came out, you were bitching about it the entire time. That's entirely possible. I mean, that, Oh, that, my God. Then that you're goes, so full of that shit. That goes right along with what you said, is that I'm usually a little bit behind when it comes to pop music. I, it usually kind of You it literally, takes, it, takes it came on, sometimes. and you're like, this song is so fucking stupid. Stupid. Why is anybody listening to this? You honest yeah. to God said that to me. Yeah, I, I, I believe it. Well, I just bought LMFAO the other day because I was like, you know, this is kind of a good song. You did not. Yes, I did. Oh, nice. That's fun. It is fun. It's stupid, fun pop music that you can put on right. for, for a 360 Vegas vacation and everyone, okay, me, is going to be like, oh, right. When it, it kind of reminds me, uh, uh, to, to make a rock correlation here, Karen and I used to talk about this all the time. A lot of pop music, uh, actually pop music is in 
is, isn't even this bad. But I, I would say the LMFAO song in particular is very similar to Limp Biscuit. If you pay attention to a Limp Biscuit song, most of them, they're, he's an awful lyricist. He's terrible at it. Oh, it's an but, earworm. But for some yeah, it gets in your ear. fucking reason, it always gets stuck in your head. And you're like, oh, I'm ashamed that I, I really like this song. I'm, so I'm sorry. The thing, that, the thing that killed me with LMFAO is they did the song Party Rockin'. And then they did a song that was Sorry for Party Rockin'. Seriously? Hmm. I, I got the one that says party rockin' and yeah. they didn't yeah. say anything about sorry. No, but they have another song that's called Sorry for Party Rockin'. All right. uh, I think I may have heard a news story about that. It's, you know, cause it's kind of like talking about sticking your finger in the eye of your listener. Like, this is what made you famous. Yeah. And then you're going to you're gonna apologize. I just went to the LMFAO website, and, and the first picture that shows up on their website are these two guys with their faces pressed against the torso of some hot chick. I assume it's a hot chick. Uh, and it has a hot has a tramp stamp that says, sorry for party rocking. Yeah. It, so they're, they're, that's the shtick they're going for. I guess. I guess. Fuck them. Okay, listen, I think it's probably time for us to start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Regardless of how you feel about Donald Trump, he is the first U.S. president to have owned a casino. We got that from Matt Vital Vegas. <laughs> so I was like, all right, okay. There's there's a lot of first when it comes to him from a president. True, but we're, we're looking at the positives. Let's not be negative. This, How is that a And what happened to his casino? This is happening. What happened to his casino? <laughs> this has happened. I know. We're going to have to deal with it. I, I was <laughs> so. surprised on that Friday that like the, the apocalypse, apocalypse didn't happen and the world didn't end. But, okay. So I just want to know what happened to his casino. Well, business goes up and down. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's right. We know what's happening out in Atlantic City. We've seen it. Yeah, to be uh, fair, it was in Atlantic City, so. (laughs) Um, uh, You know, I'll tell you, I've been watching mainly because there's a there's a gaming segment in the kind of in the works for Vice Lounge online of of talking about what the gaming industry thinks their next four years are potentially going to look like by having Donald Trump in the White House and having somebody who has experience in the casino industry, then do they have a bit more of a, um, you know, perhaps a friendly voice in the White House? Not that at the end of the day, the president gets all that involved in, you know, that sort of aspect, but the, where it will really impact, uh, folks is as and I, and I won't get lost in it but the long and short of it is uh, Congress and the president can work to allow and in particular his um, uh, Department of Interior to allow Indian land to start accepting casinos and that's going to be the, the next big thing is what happens can you put a Indian casino on land that the tribe owns but isn't their actual reservation mm. because that's where the you know these casinos are being built now is on reservation what happens when you get a you know a, a Iroquois tribe that buys land 150 miles from their reservation and want to put a, a casino on it right. you know is that legitimate? when originally the basis was we're going to let you put casinos on your reservation to improve the lives of your people. Hmm. So, anyway, anyway, I, I didn't want to get too lost in that, but hey, you know what? We used to have presidents that used to brew their own beer yeah. in, in the White House, so you know what? I I support this now. I just need the next president I need needs to own a cigar manufacturing <laughs> uh, hand-rolling company. And you'll have the trifecta. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. 
How about the twit pick of the week? A euphoria unlike any you have felt before, fueled by neon possibility and opportunity washes over you. Your senses are heightened to awareness levels reaching near superhuman levels, making it pretty hard to ignore that your shoes are kind of sticking to the ground a little. <laughs> Familiar surroundings look somehow enhanced and never has overwhelming felt so comforting. It's a feeling that those that love Vegas are all too familiar with and in most cases addicted to, like your own personal designer drug. At Riveting Life reminds us this week that unlike heroin, your Vegas addiction doesn't leave track marks. So enjoy. Uh, so I, as is usually the case, when you send out the script, I'll take a look at the the picture and it's it's absolutely gorgeous he's he had quite a few pictures that he kind of posted i think there were maybe nine in total yeah. but this one the minute i saw it i thought this is what you feel like just as you're getting ready to walk into uh, i think it's binions yeah casino that is the is the subject of this picture and that's exactly what you feel like you're no, no, that's you're, fremont it's fremont or excuse me fremont yeah. you're two steps from being inside the fremont yeah. casino from that vantage point. That's one of the things I do love about downtown in that, that corridor uh, with Flamingo to Hera, actually not even just to Harris to um, uh, Casino Royale, where they're just right fucking there. Yeah. I mean, yep. uh, Fremont's way better, but it's like you're right there. Like you're almost in the place before you're actually in it. And it's, oh, um, I love that. Yeah. No, well done. Well done at A Riveting Life. That was That was super cool. I really also liked, he had another picture of the, of the downtown martini oh, down by, yeah. I think, the cocktail room. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just just gorgeous picture. So, anyway, uh, as always, we will link to that photo and the other ones that uh, at Riveting Life. Well, you'll, you'll be able to find them uh, from our <laughs> blog and feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google, and Twitter. Let's move into the news. Never too late for Hooters getting some work done. <laughs> and yet another attempt to make itself a little less gross. New owners of Hooters Hotel and Casino announced they will invest $20 million into a property makeover. It's kind of funny when you consider Wynn just invested a million dollars in a little tiny lounge that almost yeah. nobody even knew <laughs> when yeah. they made the changes. <laughs> like, we're going to put $20 million into this place. Like, what, are you getting new carpet? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Those renovations will include a refreshing of just about everything in the property, including the casino floor and doubling the sportsbook in size. All 657 rooms will be redone, aka cleaned. Removing the brand's orange and brown color palette, hotel guests are currently subjected to in favor of something more muted. Ew! Can you imagine in the... I didn't realize the room had the Hooters color palette. Uh, We're not supposed to uh, normally interrupt when you're in your little segue. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that's not the only color that's smeared all over those <laughs> headboard. Uh, uh, probably not the headboard. That, no. That's overambitious. Right. It's not. Wow, whoa. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. No, it's all over the Hooters. I get it. Pool, <laughs> pool renovations expect to be complete in time to open at the end of April. And while they didn't go as far as ditching the traditional Hooters uniform, it was revealed that new uniforms are being considered. Plans are to refresh the on-property Hooters restaurant as well as welcome two new restaurants into the portfolio. 
While details on what those would be were not shared, one was teased as a national brand already successful throughout the Midwest. We're all from the Midwest. You got to guess? I'm going to guess Pot Bellies. I would have said BW3s. BW3s? Mm. Well, BW3s is already in the market, though. That's a good one. That's already in the market. That's at uh, Planet Hollywood. Actually, that would compete with Hooters, so it's not going to be bad. Yeah. Pot Bellies is my guess. God, I hope Pop Bellies isn't good there. I know, right? Places they could go and like, no, 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 don't degrade your brand like that. No, maybe I don't like sandwiches. I like Pop Bellies. Maybe it's something like um, one of those other sandwich shops, Sam's or whatever the hell they. they, Sam's. I don't know. I have no idea. Quiznos. I don't know. Non-subway related. Anyway, a new resident show called Rock Fantasy has replaced the Elvis impersonator Trent Carlini at the property and will feature some 30 look-alike, sound-alike performers that will rotate out. So the show will always be fresh and also hard to endorse for the exact same reason. Can you imagine? How, like, how do you promote that? Like, oh, you got to see this show. It was really good when these people were in it. But, I, I mean, I have no idea who's in it today, so it could suck. But, you know, there you go. Also, and I, you know, it'd be, it'd be easier if it was a free show. Like, if it was something out in a lounge, that would be easier. Like, oh, man, they've always got uh, people there. We should just go check it out. Is it any good? Oh, no, I don't like this guy. We'll go. We'll try it again tomorrow or so. Also, a new magic act is planned to open March 24th. Trust me, you've never heard of them. (laughs) The refresh is intended to make the property more appealing to those that haven't been former members of a fraternity. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know... I think we've talked about this before, but I'm so uncomfortable at Hooters. Yeah. I know you're supposed to check out the girls, but I've been, you know, yelled at for 38 years that women aren't meat and you're not supposed to ogle them and you're supposed to respect what's inside of them and look at their eyes. And I, I'm there and I'm like, it's nice to see you. Yes, I'd like a pop refill. Why are you touching me? Mom, this doesn't <laughs> seem right. I, I yeah, I, I I'm with you. I think that's a, it, they, uh, obviously they were pioneers in the restaurant and I just think they have been far surpassed by people like Tilted Kilt and um, uh, uh, Twin Peaks. Well then fine. Tell me about how I can get a free Shake Shack. Looking for an underwhelming burger but don't want to pay $10 for it? Well, you're in luck because Shake Shack just released their mobile ordering app and are giving away one free Shack burger to those that download the app and create an account. The deal is good at any locations, minus those located in airports, stadiums, or ballparks. The promo code you receive must be redeemed before Tuesday, February 28th. The app is currently available for Apple products only. Have you have you had a Shake Shack? Nope. I know I have. I have not. No. I have not. No, it's so impressive. It's not. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's one of those things like uh, like Red Robins, Fuddruckers, all of those. Bury this. Those were good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I thought it was going to be something like that. They're like going, "Oh, this is this is a nicer this this is a, this is a better burger." No, it's not. Fries aren't bad, but yeah, your burger place. <laughs> You're not a fry place. I haven't been there. Don't yeah. know. This is interesting. These seem to be popping up at the Caesar's Entertainment properties. There's an Alto Lounge that's been opening, or is opened. Yeah. Vital Vegas reports that Alto Bar at Caesars Palace is now open. And for a limited time, until March 28th, to be specific, they have a virtual reality lounge that guests can enjoy for free. Well, free with the purchase of a drink, but let's be honest, are you really in a lounge anywhere in Vegas without a drink? Alto Bar is open from 9 a.m. to 2 a.m. Monday through Thursday, open 24 hours a day on Friday and Sunday. 
The VR Lounge is open from 4 p.m. to midnight on Sunday through Thursday till 1 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. Several different VR demo experiences are available. So Tony's right. They got one in link, and now they got this one over here. I think it's a, it's a cute idea. I think it's a terrible idea, and I'll tell you why. Well, okay, I don't think it's a terrible idea. I have seen enough of those little videos on Facebook of people that have the VR mask on, and they actually, like, fall to their death. They think they're falling to their death. They actually fall down right. when they're using it. And so I'm just thinking to myself, you've got people who are probably already having a few cocktails to begin with. They're at the Alto Lounge, so they're going to be having drinks there. And then you're going to strap them into some sort of virtual reality. Oh, it's going to be fun to watch the virtual reality vomit as it projectiles <laughs> out of this person all over you. I hope you see that in 3D, assholes. Uh, I, that, that's, you basically described the entire entertainment value to it. Like I, I, All I was going to warn people is like, just stand back. Just stand back and, and enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I think this personally is an awful idea because I get sick on any of the VR rides and stuff that you see anyway. So for me, this yeah, has but this no doesn't appeal jerk at all. You around. You I, it doesn't around. matter. No, I can sit in a movie theater with the VR and I get dizzy. I can't stand the big 360 theaters that are doing the motion flying. And all That's that what I mean. You keep talking about that thing takes you on motion. That that's not it. Karen, turn your head. Virtual reality. It's all happening, except you're in real reality. So this just is like, oh, look, now I'm here. <laughs> but it's not you're really in real reality. reality. It's not really reality. <laughs> <laughs> you're in VR, so it's not. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, I have no interest in this technology where it is today. I think it has a, a it, long way to go. Yeah. I haven't been in one, but that's just me. So. I need to show you the VR app that they've got for Vegas. It's, it's not on your head, but you'll get a better but, sense of yeah. exactly what it but is. But that's different because you're still watching it on a screen. To have this right up in your face where all you can see is this, and you turn your head and you get around it. I get that, but I, I just, I don't think it's there yet. And I, knowing my pendant, uh, uh, pension, thank you, for motion sickness, I'm not inclined to try this at all. See, you keep saying that, but you walk all the time and you don't get sick. <laughs> yeah, I think well, if I can, you know, but, let me chime in, Karen. I think the difference where you're going with this is it has everything to do with sensory deprivation because you're all of a sudden when you're walking you know you you're can walking. see where the yeah. property is you can you can stop you can feel the ground underneath your feet in this instance it's all encompassing and you've got and you're on a mountain and you're fucking climbing mountains and doing but, stupid but these that, people are not climbing hold on but I these agree, people that's are not the, climbing mountains I agree that's They're the not. weird thing if, if you're supposed to be moving on terrain that isn't identical, basically, to your terrain, then, yeah, that's where I'm so, like, okay, now Okay, so if somebody who has motion sickness like I do, I don't mind flying. I have found the last few years that as the plane is taking off, and I can see, that I, I can feel that we're moving, and I can see the ground below me, and it isn't, I get a little right, dizzy and uncomfortable. So, for me, this is not a good thing. We're going to get caught in the same thing that, that, that we did with, right. yeah. <laughs> with Stadium Blackjack. Yeah, Fine. Let's so you're move saying into problems. No, it's, it's not. Oh, here oh. we go. No, no, no. obviously that was on my fault with no, blackjack. What we're saying is, I'm arguing a point. You're arguing a point. Neither one of us are. are we're not gonna. We're not gonna agree. So just fucking pass. Let's go. Move on. Okay. Let's move into prop bets. <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the show, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up. 
or the news. It's an extension of the show. Yeah, our show ended. We're just going to extend it for this this one thing. You said it's, it's an extension of the show. Oh. It's an extension. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, the show's actually over. What you're getting now oh, this is, is all what bonus the three content. of us just sit around and talk about. <laughs> and then you really know how nerdy and sad we are. Right. Yeah. This is what we didn't share with you on the show. <laughs> That's right. Here's what you can get with the, all of the first part of the show. <laughs> Fortunately for you, you get some behind-the-scenes action now. All right, all right. Can I? Can, can I? Can I? Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> <laughs> Lifetime Network released a preview for their next abortion of a TV movie. It's the biopic Britney Ever After. Apparently, her fans aren't happy about it, but rest assured, anyone who wants to watch Lifetime inherently hates themselves and are unhappy in general. And no word on if her hot younger sister is actually going to play her in the biopic. <laughs> well, and the funny thing, he says it was a biopic, and I read that going biopic. Why? No? No. Both right? Wrong? Yeah, biopic, yeah. Don't look for things to mock. You'll find I'm not. them. No, you'll, honestly, I'm not. Trust me, God, I thought, I thought it was a biopic. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, All right, yeah apparently. Like the example for that this is an extension of our show. <laughs> okay, so Tony, you and I have already stepped in it. It's We're, we're watching for Mark oh, two. Oh, wow. You we're were jump all yeah, we're, to, we're coming for him now. <laughs> Steve Wynn made it. on him. <laughs> I'm sorry, please continue. That was. Oh, thank you. I just want to shower you with hot hug. I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Ropes and ropes of hugs. Which, unfortunately, I'm the one that will have to deal with that because I'm here in in Tony's in Michigan. So, hooray. Steve Wynn made a reported $27.5 million in compensation, a combination of cash and stocks in 2016, his highest annual compensation in four years. Wynn currently owns about 12.1. 12.1 million shares in his company valued at 1.12 billion. There's too many ones and twos in that. What's fascinating thing. to me is how much you read. Uh, like, uh, does your internal monologue stumble on on sentences, or is it just saying them out loud? If it doesn't end with redfish, bluefish. <laughs> oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> like, this is a good one. It's a good one. I apologize. No, it, it's honestly because I'm mostly reading them blind. I'm just going to be honest. Are you reading a book blind? Not out loud. But she's not reading it right. And she's not being recorded. Yeah. Where, we people mock, mock where we can mock her. How, how can you not say that right? Sweet, Sorry. Sweet I know. How, Sorry, how can, I did it wrong. 40 years in, how can you not speak English? I did it wrong. It's so <laughs> difficult. Vegas' new NHL team announced that they intend to reveal the team's uniforms in June, just before the expansion draft. It was also reported that the team is finalizing an agreement with Chicago Wolves to be their minor league affiliate. Evil Pie will begin serving chicken wings at their pizza place on Fremont Street starting February 5th. That's Super Bowl Sunday for those of you at home. Flavors will include Buffalo Hot, Daredevil Jump, and Suicide Mission, which includes Ghost Peppers. I like hot stuff, but Ghost Peppers, you got to be careful with that shit. If they don't mix it just right, oh, it'll just really because you were like all over the Wendy's ghost pepper stuff. That's oh right. yeah, because that's super diluted. That's not like that's not real. <laughs> it's, not it's not real. <laughs> they're shaking a little bit of that uh, yeah. Tabasco shit in it. Like, yeah, oh, no, they're they're putting ketchup in to balance it all. Taco out. Bell's <laughs> even done like a ghost pepper thing. Like I've had real ghost pepper before. But, like that shit, you don't fuck around with. You got to be careful with that stuff. <laughs> 
Lyft Premier is now in Vegas, offering people the option to ride in luxury vehicles like BMWs, Audis, Lexus, and Cadillacs, all for an additional fee. All right. I know. You know what? The only part of me that kind of wants to try it out is just to see if the Uber driver is as douchey as I assume every (laughs) Audi, Lexus, Cadillac, BMW driver must be. Does it reek of cologne? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. At body axe or axe body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Does his hair look as if it could possibly be bulletproof and or interchangeable? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like 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 uh, helmet hair, like a like a fucking Ken doll. <laughs> oh my god, that's great! I, I hope I hope he wears his sunglasses backwards against his head too. Oh, Christmas. <laughs> Continuing to try and find the magic formula for dining options at Pond Plaza, it was announced that Jared's Old Fashioned Hot Dogs and Hamburgers will open up shop in the space formerly home to Smokes Poutinery. In early 2017, that place is not doing well. <laughs> well, not surprising. You know, and I haven't been there, so any of the listeners, if you want to... It sounds like a lot of people have it. Yeah, that's part <laughs> of the problem. We haven't True. either. If, if they were to figure out a way, and, and, and I can't imagine that they're not doing this, and if they haven't, no wonder this place is failing, they should just set up some sort of cattle call process where you come in you get your 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 number right like at, you're at the at the deli at the grocery store you get your number to get into the actual pawn store right and while you're waiting for your number to be called then you can make your way over to the pawn plaza kill time there yeah, you have eating to. and shopping and then when your numbers come up then that's when they bring the the 20 of you at a Time yeah, I mean, you, I'm, I'm you, making that up. You Wait, that's the only time you can hang out in Palm Plaza? No, 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 no. You know, that's not what he's saying. No. He, he's saying if they're not already doing that, you know, because we've seen the lines well, yeah. standing out there. No, they've done that If before. they're not already doing that, that they need to do that because it doesn't make any sense that I, you have to think they're already doing that, right? I would hope so. Because that that just seems silly. Like, hey, look if at this thing Tony over here. Needs but to, you like, got to stay in line. Send them a contract. Do it later. Yeah, like. that would, yeah. 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 Okay. So our buddy at Melts Vegas reports that Shepard Ferry, most known for his Barack Obama Hope poster, will be doing a mural at Plaza set to unveil February 11th. And next, Vital Vegas is informing us that Terry Fader is now offering a meet and greet for $64, which includes a photo. But he also wants us to let you know that a similar experience is available for Penn and Teller. And it's free. Yeah, one of the few cases where a free attraction is overpriced. (laughs) (laughs) Just because you have to get all the way out to, uh, are they still at? uh, Well, no, because you have to interact with Penn and Teller. I know, but they're still at Rio? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, well, so then you have to get off strip, so. You're, no, it's them. It's got nothing to do with off strip, it's them. You know, Jen and I went to see uh, Penn and Teller before we had a couple of free tickets, and the show was a good show. No, it wasn't. If you can, if, if, if for free, it was good. But oh, the maybe. asshole that sat next maybe. to me was on his phone the entire fucking time. Oh God, so really? you're sitting in this dark audience and you've got this asshole's bright, glaring cell phone sitting right next to you. I, I've started carrying ice picks around with me. Just <laughs> shatter the phone in one, right. one yeah. false swoop. Yep. Yep. Well, I guess that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move into coming attractions.
Upcoming Attractions is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. Wild Child, a Doors tribute band, is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay on Saturday, February 11th. The show starts at 7 p.m. and tickets are $15. Appetite for Destruction, which is a Guns N' Roses tribute band, are performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay on Saturday, February 25th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $15. Social Distortion is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Friday and Saturday, March 3rd through the 4th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $37. Someone well worth the $66 price is Daniel Tosh. He'll be performing at the Mirage Friday and Saturday, February 4th, uh, excuse me, 3rd and 4th. Shows start at 10 p.m. And as I mentioned, tickets start at $66. And lastly, Trevor Noah will continue to try and be funny at the Mirage on Friday and Saturday, May 12th and 13th. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at 40 bucks. He tries so hard. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. It's, it's hard it's, to tell. He's British, <laughs> so it's really hard to tell. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report in our coming attractions on the blog. Let's check the river. All right, so we've got an Annie up here, Mark. Yeah, we do. I mean, it you know, it, it suits what it is we're going to talk I'm about, scared. which once again is Stadium Blackjack. Well, I'm going to I'm going to make it easy. We are not fielding any questions <laughs> when it comes to this. <laughs> I'm going to explain this as clearly as I can possibly explain it. Wait, and for the record, I get it now. This is this is due so to over one, that. That's only because I've fielded your question. I I, I tested this out on you <laughs> to go. Do we got it? All right, we got oh, it. All right, thanks. let's go. So I'm like the I'm like the base love of knowledge. No, if Karen can understand this, everybody can. I disagree. Can. You're the one that had. To, you're one of the reasons that everybody that why this conversation's continued is because you ask questions. People are like, yeah, that's a good point. How'd that work? You know, I, I like because I thought it was a sar- sarcasm. Like, how does she not get it? No, you're thinking of one guy. Anyway, <laughs> so Stadium Blackjack. Now, I I said I was going to do this, then I said I wasn't going to, but it was made very abundantly clear to me that some people. They they rely on us, you know, to to share this information. And it doesn't matter if I go, no, check this guy or check this guy. I'm like, I don't want to do that. So it's like, fine, all right, then I will explain this. It, and they all explained it very well. They did, yeah, yeah. We're actually gonna have a link to Vital Vegas. I think he's done uh, one of the best versions of it. But I think I have the ability to even make this simpler here. So Stadium Blackjack is basically the same as playing one on one with a dealer and a six shoe deck. But in this case, up to 44 people will give their opinion on what should be done with the cards. So think of it like polling. If you got a 16 and the dealer has a six, what do you do? Now, all 44 of you, you have five seconds to cast your vote. At that point, whoever stayed, they're done. Anybody who elected to hit, the dealer will show the card that everyone who said they wanted to hit would receive. Now all those people have five seconds to decide, do they want to hit, do they want to stand, what do they want to do? Now this continues till everybody stands, then the dealer plays out their hand. Now one thing I can see the potential to cause people to fight is the way that the dealer 
gets their cards, even though it isn't really any different than regular blackjack. But if you're playing regular basic strategy and it says that you should stay on those cards, anyone who will choose to hit will pull the card that would have been the dealer's next card and displays it. It isn't like normal blackjack where they have two cards sitting in front of them and then they deal out cards. They have one card that sits in front of them and then once everybody's done, then they pull it. It's still exactly the same. Let's be crystal clear, this is still exactly the same, but it kind of looks different because the first card they flip over, you go, well, that would have been the dealers if you would have done this right. So that's Stadium Blackjack in a nutshell. I still have no interest in this. I, I don't either. I actually, actually the better the better I understood it, though I'm like, why the fuck would anybody play this game? Yeah, I I, I get the group aspect. I for totally sure. get no, that. If it's group. If it's group, that's the only reason to play this game. But I think the way that you're playing the same hand, I, I could honestly see people getting into more of fights very specifically for that reason, because they flipped the card over like, that would have been the fucking dealers. If you would have played this right, that would have been the dealers card. You fucked this up. Yeah. So. Hey, we got a Twitter poll. Right. You had asked what our favorite downtown Vegas attraction was. What are uh, what were the outcomes? We had gambling options, 65% led. Not surprised. No. All right. Next, it was Fremont Street Experience slash Slotzilla, all the, all the goofy things you can do. That was 22%. Museums were seven. Dining was six. Tony, what what was yours? You 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 teased last week that you wouldn't share. I did. I ultimately, obviously, gaming options is the reason I go back to downtown. I like five dollar blackjack that pays three to two, and you know, full pay video poker. But I am wildly impressed with our listening audience. I knew. I've always known that our listeners are a cut above. That they that they are they are the cream that comes to the top, but the fact that they that the museums outranked the dining options, yeah. I think is is very telling of just how intelligent and cultured our <laughs> listening audience is. I have to agree with you. I intentionally phrased that gambling options because I mean I, I alluded to this last week or got into it a little bit is that it's it's all of that. It's not just the gambling. It's the, the gambling options, how close they are to each other, the the way that they... If you're not doing well at one place, is. you can yes. hop up and run to and the next that's, one. That's my favorite, the, the proximity, the, the opportunity, the all of that. I, I even dribbled on about that in the uh, in the monologue, the Twipic monologue. So, would you agree? Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I love the results of this. I also agree with Tony that I love that museums were ahead of dining because... There's been some good dining, but there's some awesome museums down there. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, tell us about this week's poll, then. All right. We're going with yet another hot button conversation <laughs> piece here. What is your favorite steak place in a Vegas property? It's got to be in a, in a specific place that we cover, which is basically to say the Strip, Fremont, and the places just slightly surrounding And them. what's funny is you don't have the percentages on this poll. That's because it's this week's poll. No one's voted on oh, it. You're so cute. Okay. Well, I didn't realize you were. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> this week's is like we just put it out there, and here we go. No, sorry. that's true. In fairness, because she wasn't on last week's I podcast. Wasn't. She was on the week before where we had a poll. So. But not okay. You didn't do it like this. I, you always have a poll. It's not the same thing. Oh, whatever. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, so this week's poll is going to be what is your favorite steak place in a Vegas property? As we said before, Twitter only gives you four options. So I'm going to throw up STK, Heritage, Andiamo's, and Cut. If yours isn't on there, just reply to the to the tweet and and tell us what one you would pick if if you know we had the ability to to add more in there. You will have a week to get your uh, or almost a week to get your your vote in, and we will show the results with you on next week's show. Will you uh, real quick run through where can we find? And this is really more a question for me, but some of the listeners may wonder, where can we find these different, like what establishments are these different oh, the, uh, steakhouses? The, the four that I have listed? Yep. Oh, yep. SDK is at Cosmopolitan. Okay. Heritage is at the Mirage. Andiamos is at the D. And Cut is at Venetian Palazzo. Which, oh. if, if they don't know where, where they're at and they haven't eaten there, then I really hope you don't vote. Probably not on their list. Yeah. Uh, you know well, what's no, funny? I, mean, I almost had Tender. Tender was going to be on there, but then mm. I thought about... The, the cut experience we had where we had those those three, uh, that was where you first experienced Wagyu, and I'm like, I think that's probably just a, a step higher than Tender. So, I, I like I said, I, I can only pick four yeah, for this poll, sure. so I'm like, there you go. I mean, reply if there's another. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if there's a, you know, a multiple of another, then we know there's another option out there yeah. to, to share, but yeah. Did, um, thank you, that was a really astute observation, Karen. Mark, let me ask you, for the the Twitter poll that we just finished about the downtown Vegas attractions, did you get any outside comments, outside the these four that you had listed here that people had tweeted in? We did, but nothing that had multiple votes for it, other okay. than I, I think uh, I had like two, two or three people say Derek Stevens uh, holding court at the long bar <laughs> yeah. is their attraction. Uh. But to me, I, I, I argue that that's part of the Fremont Street experience. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> That's a singular experience. So yeah. Okay, maybe. He's I, always I get what he's, he's always right. there as the Fremont Street experience is. is always on. But he's <laughs> so. always there in the D, not the whole stream, Fremont Street. Experience. Yeah. So. Well, and let's be honest. I mean, if if we were talking to some friends of ours that, that said, you know, I'm kind of thinking I might want to try downtown sometime, but I don't really know if I want to do it. These four things right here are the things you would try to sell your friend right. on why right. they should Yeah, you couldn't be like, oh, go up to this guy at the D. Go <laughs> up to him and hey. talk to him. Oh, he's so much fun to talk it's to. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. I will be very interested, not just to find out what the, because I've only eaten at one of these three, and, or one of these four, and I won't say which one, but I've only eaten at one of these four. I will be interested in seeing next week what sort of responses you get of people that said, hey, you really missed out on, and then fill in the blank. I, I agree. I, I, I think I think this one, more than any that we put out there so far, is going to be the one that there's a, there's a fair chance that something that isn't on this list ends up charting higher than something on and this list. And I hope list. so, because honestly, I'm interested in trying new, new places. Honestly, looking at this list, this is probably close to my top four, yeah. but places that I've enjoyed. So I'll be interested if we get a huge response for something that's not on that list. Absolutely. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for episode 221. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog. We're 360VegasPodcast.com. You can support the show via purchasing things from our affiliates, such as Amazon, Caesars Entertainment, Tickets.AccessVegas.com, Earth Limos, or just make a PayPal donation. You can buy merchandise from our store. It's Zazzle.com forward slash 360Vegas. We do get a cut of those profits. Or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. 
If you'd like to give us feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360Vegas Tony. My bride. I'm at Karen Mark. And he just told you where you can find me, so till next time. <laughs> <laughs>